1: Of the world, Steve Fingerstyles!
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First World Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit FirstRow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20, you'll get 20% off. They got everything from comic books to signed sports memorabilia. Anything from the wrestling world, they got it there. Best thing is, they ship worldwide even better. They update daily, so please visit them at FirstRow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit BossFightBooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Galaga, Metal Gear Solid, Super Mario or Mario however you say it Torontonians say Mario but everyone else says Mario so I don't understand but anyways Super Mario Brothers 3 and so many others everything you see on their websites available in paperback and ebook format so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com and if you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products visit legacy subs.com use promo code Podcast to receive 10% off they got everything from sleep aid to muscle building anything that makes you feel great it is there they are Legacy Sports Nutrition at legacy subs.com and if you want to support Support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link, it takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel cases, mugs, anything you need or want, it is there. But the easiest thing, the freest thing, the best thing you should be doing each and every week for the show is please rate subscribe review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Radio. So, this week's guest is a Juno and Canadian Screen Award-nominated stand-up comedian. You can listen to his albums, Trillipino and The Vaccine, on Spotify and pretty much anywhere else you get your comedy. You may have also seen him multiple times on Roast Battle Canada and Degrassi, The Next Generation. The fucking hilarious Keith Pedro. <laughs> hey, Steve.
2: That's an intro. Thank you, man. You did you did your research.
0: I try, my friend. I try, I see. Before we went live, I said it's loose, whatever. But I do a little bit because prof- you know, even though it's a conversation, it's still going out there to the world. So you know, people have to want to tune in each and every week. So a little bit of professionalism takes yeah. a long way, as they say, right? Oh no, of
2: course no. I love it. I love it. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great to have. Uh, great to be on, and thanks for having
0: me, man. No, appreciate. It. Okay, before we get into anything else, the one thing that caught my eye right off the bat when I first saw you. Was your fucking energy. The way you get up there on stage, the way you deliver your fucking comedy, everything. Oh my God. Just awesome. Now I gotta know are you always that energetic in everyday life or when you were younger?
2: Wow. Oof, uh, <laughs> uh I'm half and half. I'm half that and half. half. Um, I used to be very um, high energy and, 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 my wife would say I have hot feet because okay. I, I could never just stay still. Sure, um, but uh, yeah, and I think that um, I was I was never really uh, a laid back guy. Like even when I was a kid, they okay. they they did like all these ADHD tests on me and stuff. Oh, so they were just like, <laughs> "This kid is fucking crazy, man!" Yeah. And uh, but that's it's it's crazy it's nuts because when I got older i i kind of calmed down
1: oh, okay. um
2: but then i noticed when i would so my god when i started doing comedy i was very high energy because i used to host um rap battles oh shit so before i before i started doing this i was hosting like okay. live like rap battles or beatbox battles and like to perform in front of those audiences nice. you've got to be like right super super energetic and with that being said um I just carried on that cadence to stand up comedy. Oh. And then when I started I'm I'm sixteen years in and probably around the twelfth year I kind of like calmed down and started doing lower energy sets and I noticed it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't hitting and people were like, Who the fuck is this guy? Sure. So I was like, ah, oh, people it's like uh, you know what I mean? It's like uh, how can I say this? Um you watch wrestling, right? Of like course. like it's like when, when Kane took off the mask and they're like, we don't care about. Or, or mankind became Mick Foley. Like sure. we don't care about this loser. <laughs> I like, got let's, it. let's get back. <laughs> uh, who the fuck is Cactus Jack? We don't want this guy. <laughs> Give us mankind. <laughs> right? Oh my god. So uh, yeah, so I never really could I couldn't go back. I couldn't go. I couldn't. So there's some times where like I'll be tired, bro, because I yeah. got family and kids and stuff. So I'll come to a gig exhausted and I'll just be like, "Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, where's the Coke? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, essentially I need to get some sort of boost, whether it's just an adrenaline or whatever. Like sometimes I get really nervous and I look at the audience
1: oh, and okay. that'll
2: get me like really nervous and I'll be like, okay, now it's time to go. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? But in terms of, being high energy all the time. I used to be. I used to be and then um I hit like thirty four years old and then okay. <laughs> it's a- when you get older it's like you get you just get tired one day and then you never recover.
0: See, that's what I'm scared of because I've always been chill my whole life. Like, I have fidgety legs. Like, I always have to be, like, doing something with my legs. Like, almost like how you said hot feet, right? But I'm not, like, high energetic. I'm not, like, you know, you're – I shouldn't say happy-go-lucky because, you know, every once in a while I do get happy. But I'm more of your chill, relaxed, like – if you'd have to say it, pure typical stoner, A man, like just chilling in the corner type of thing, right? But yeah. now I'm scared because you say it goes down. Now imagine me at sixty; I'm going to be some mute in the corner, just staring awake because I'm so low energy that I'm going to lose even that. <laughs> like you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's a scary thing, man. You don't want you don't want to lose your pep in your step when you get older. That's the one thing I, I feel like, especially with men, we don't want to like feel some sort of Breakdown in the body. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: It's the. Ego. I already
2: get nervous. I already get nervous when I come and it doesn't shoot direct anymore. <laughs> when it just comes up like syrup and you're just like, "Am I dying? Am I fucking <laughs> I am dying?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Before I use it, I'll rub it out. Don't come on the hands, bro. It just shoots right out. Now it's just a fucking volcano, dude.
0: It just drizzles. It's like you're
2: holding a fuck. You're holding a a, a, a pop can after you shake it in too much.
0: Stop! Oh my god. Yeah, but the good thing about us, we've been married for so long that we have no one to impress yeah. but our wives. And they understand, like, come on, man, I've been with them for so long and all that. It's not like, you know, like you said, yeah. the equipment wears out.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, the equipment wears out. I just love it when sometimes my wife will see that reaction, and my wife will see that. You know, sometimes, you know, she'll be on that time of the month, and sure. she's got to do something with other than down there. So she'll either, you know hand or mouth it and then sometimes she'll just be like what the fuck is that I did all this work for this I want to see the fucking kids evacuate the building I want to see them leave I want to hit see them hit the eject button bro and I'm like I can't babe this is it you got you got the fucking the first batch of the ketchup bottle you do know, the, the want oh my
0: god out. yes <laughs> you know what it is your penis is aging quicker than you it's already starting to drool uncontrollably <laughs>
2: It's yeah, it's Muhammad Ali at this point. Oh shit! Drooling. Not really there.
0: Oh my god! So what do you do to get hyped? On you said you look at the audience. Is there anything else? Like, do you have like some music or do you have like a routine you do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: Music. Sometimes I will listen to some very abrasive rap music. Hmm. Um, um, Also, um, I take deep breaths. I take like I'll do this thing where I go "Ah, and I'll end in the green room and then I'll just like go. And then you know, or sometimes I'm not gonna lie, man. Sometimes you know, and this is the worst part about our job. Mm. Uh, sometimes I, I get a little, you know, get a little liquored up. Sure. You know what I mean? And then, uh, but the, but sometimes you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like there was one time I did a show. Okay. <laughs> and I was, uh, how can I say this? I was doing a series of tours, and all all the cities I was doing were all dope cities. Um, you know, like like L.A., Vegas, New York, Chicago, doing all these crazy tours.
1: Sure, yeah.
2: And then I I come I come back home in Canada, and I, I'm doing this theater. I'm headlining this theater. I think it's an Orangeville, okay. somewhere not glamorous. Yeah, yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, oh, okay, easy day, easy fucking day, <laughs> blah blah blah. So whatever. I get to the venue, probably 15 minutes after the show started. I'm on in like 45, maybe an hour. Um, I get to the back. The, the promoter brings me into the, the back room, and I get yeah. to the you know the green room of the theater, and I'm relaxed. Okay. I'm like, ah, easy, don't worry. And then I hear the the opening guy, right. just fucking murdering. Oh Steve, no. Mur- just rah, rah.
1: and oh, I hear the audience. No. I'm
2: like, wait, how many fucking people? Are in <laughs> the fucking theater. Like I have no idea. I'm like, this is orange. What the fuck? Right. The guy sneaks me out the back. Right. It's like. Probably 600 people. Oh, shit. Uh, a, a, exactly. A number that I didn't expect. Two things are running through my head. I'm like, fuck, I actually have to perform <laughs> and do killer shit tonight. Right. And second, I'm like, I definitely undercharged
0: this
2: gig. <laughs> 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 I didn't know this was going to be like this. I ended thinking it's Oakville. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm giving these fucking, I'm giving these fucking oh, people a, a good night. And then meanwhile, it's just like they're dressed up to the nines right? and stuff. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'm, I'm here thinking, I'm like thinking, oh, this is another, just a regular show. Yeah. No nah, man. So, and I ended up fucking, but I drove to Orangeville. and ended up getting fucking nice buzz right you know i had drink i'm like yo the the, the the promoter's like what do you need i'm like buddy just give me fucking <laughs> send me a bottle of, send me a bottle of jameson
0: oh nice just
2: anything right now just let me get fucking i got liquored up but i had to drive home after which i don't recommend oh, that's no. the thing about the fucking shitty part about the job uh... but i i stayed i stayed a while we stayed after i ate a some of water you know i ended up getting like like tired not drunk sure. you know when you just like you know you get that buzz and then yep. you just eat and you're of like of course and Orangeville was not far, right? So it wasn't that far. It wasn't like I was driving four hours. But, uh, yeah, I got a nice little calm down uh, uh, Boston pizza at the end. Oh, and then uh, we could just say pizza. They ain't paying for us. Boston pizza ain't sponsored us, <laughs> So we can just say pizza. Uh, but I got, I got some pizza <laughs> at the end. And, uh, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, but, like, but back to your point, like sometimes to get amped up, could be uh (laughs) self-destructive
0: well that's the thing especially in your guys case like you know how many people have to go sober because you know they just couldn't stop drinking or overly drinking and stuff and even with drugs too like well i I don't consider weed a drug so scrap that off of that i'm saying like the heavy shit like anything that you don't smoke or anything that you don't have to smoke that's to me considered heavy drugs yeah yeah exactly oh my god okay well uh (laughs) You mentioned it, hip-hop, you listen to it, you seen yeah. rap battles and all that, what made you get into hip-hop, have you been always a fan, and lay it on me, who are some of your favorites?
2: Well the crazy thing was I grew up in like a very ethnic neighborhood, and very ethnic background, so like all my, I had an older brother, so my older brother was okay. four years older than me, so when I was like in, you know, grade six, him and his like grade 10, grade 11 friends were just bumping serious shit and then i also grew up in an era where like people used to come over your house to play video games yep you know none of Of this headset bullshit so when every time they they came over played nba jam whatever mortal kombat street fighter oh i love it there was there was a tape deck a boombox yep so all my older brother's friends would be playing the tracks and then because because obviously I'm the little brother, I never got the controller. They never would pass me the controller, so I'm just there sitting, listening to the tracks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, who's this? And who's this? And who's this? So that's how I got into hip hop. And to tell you the truth, I never really got into any other genre. It's weird. I never. Shit. Um. Uh, yeah. It is. It was weird. Like, like. I remember the first time I heard Sting. Okay. Um. um what's that song? Um. The message. Is it The Message? No. Oh. Uh, with po- The Police. But Nas samples oh, okay. the song. Right, right. Right, Nas samples. It's, it's, the song's called The Message by Nas. But it's the string.
1: Right. That one,
2: that track by Sting. And uh, mm. so when I first heard Sting, I was just like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Nas is this guy. And people are like, who the fuck are you, Geek? Like, people were like, you, you grew up in a rock, bro? Like, yeah. I didn't know... The samples, so i right. there, like that's funny, you know, like I'll listen to Biggie Smalls and then I'll hear the Isley Brothers and I'm like, look at these Isley Brothers, how old are these fucking losers stealing from the, the stealing from the great, notorious? Yeah, like right. that's <laughs> that's exactly who I was, and um, and, 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 and as I got older, that's awesome. I started getting into you know other genres and stuff like that. I started learning about more, but like to this day, like I'll hear a, a rock song that I've heard in movies, and what I still won't be able to tell you, and people are like, bro, you don't know Bon Jovi? Like, I'm like, ah, no, sure. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's crazy, but, um, and in terms of who I like, um, um, man, it always rotates for me, but I'm a, I'm a big, I love Tupac, I know that's a, such a cliche answer, no. um, but I don't like him for the songs that people, like, like, I think California Love is one of his shittiest songs, okay. um, nice <laughs> you sure. know, like, I, li- I liked him when he was like, you know, me against the world, are you still down? Also oh, be- uh,
0: pre-death row. You
2: know, yeah, pre-death row. Okay. And-, and some death row still, but, uh, yeah, I liked it when Tupac was just Tupac. Sure. And not, like, on some I'll kill your mother type shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I love, um, I was a big fan of Big L. I don't know if you oh, know big of L. Of course, but, Big L, Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know what's up, Steve. Uh, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Miguel. I, lo- I loved his his punchlines, and and he he was he was one of those rappers where like uh, uh he's he was gone so soon, but when you hear everything he recorded, his freestyles and everything, you're just like, this guy can still rap to this day. Like if you would have dropped this today, people would be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like. He's still, he's still, it's timeless. And then, of course, Jay-Z, oh. you know, uh Kanye, Lil Wayne.
0: Okay, uh, but do you like Kanye now or just pre-Kardashian Kanye? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Right? Because um, I, 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 I don't know. Like, even yesterday, I, I heard it on the radio. And <clears throat> even though I heard it, obviously, on his album, but I totally forgot the song. When he's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm like... This is what you come out with now, compared to what you used to drop. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm sorry. Again, I'm old school. I again grew up on '90s and early 2000s, right? So,
2: no, yeah, yeah, we're the same generation. So, um, back to that. Yes, you're right. Um, Kanye now, see, Kanye now is a composer.
1: good point. He doesn't make music. He just
2: you notice he he does these crazy he makes the beats yeah and then he hires ten thousand people <laughs> on the song and Same. he's never like he's never on the full song but but like yeah I like I like pre Kardashian Kanye I like gra- graduation was probably my favorite album yeah, um, for sure yeah man pink 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 uh, Polo Kanye When he used to wear The golf shirts And <laughs> the Louis Vuitton bags right? Yeah that was my shit Yeah Kanye uh, Of course Jay-Z I like You know As of the new guys In terms of like Well they're not even new now But like the guys that came out when we became older, uh, I like J. Cole, obviously, Drake, okay. Kendrick. Those guys are
0: good guys. You seriously I... do like Drake? I, I, maybe I'm on the serious minority on even being Torontonian. I think Torontonians like Drake because they have to. That's my opinion. Because if you put him up honestly, and okay, and here's the fucked up thing. I, I don't like his type of music, but to me... Yeah. For the amount of Billboard charts toppers he's had, he has to be the greatest, isn't he? Because he broke the record for hip-hop, no?
2: Yeah, no, the thing about here's the thing that what I like about Drake, he's he's not, um, he's, like, as much as people hate him, you can tell that he's himself. You, can, you know That's that true. he's not fronting, he's not, sure. he's just, at the same time, people have this debate about Canada, Toronto, like, I, lo- I know a lot of like older heads, like my age or your age, you know, our age, people will be like, oh, but he's not a gangster. He talks about, you know, yeah. making love sure. to girls and he's not hard. And I'm like, yeah, but did, do we really need a hard guy to come out of Toronto? Like, is that that believable? Like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: that's true too. If,
2: if, if a gangster came out of Toronto, he would be like the laughing stock. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Seriously? You're one shooting and Eden Center? Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's hilarious. That's why, I honestly, think like Drake is perfect for Toronto because he's an Actually, emotional, right. light skin TV guy. That, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he, what I like about him though is is that he doesn't get he he gives a nice blend of like you know both. Yeah. He hits you with some bangers that you can dance to, and then he hits you with the songs that girls like. So when you play Drake in the car as a guy you really don't have to switch the tracks because the girl's in there. You know what I mean? He's like he's like a cooler LL Cool J. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: Ah, actually, that's a good point. I've never heard that comparison. That is so true because LL was the same way. He had, like, obviously Mama yeah. said knock you out. That's not for a chick, but you know what I mean? That's for, like, the yeah, gangsters, yeah, but then yeah. he had his na-na-na-na-na-na, and he yeah, just yeah. grunts, hey, like, you yeah, know? He had the Hey
2: Lovers, and yeah. <laughs> he had the doing it. He had songs about getting late, man. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> He's the new uh, like LL Cool J Q tip. You know what I mean? I like that. Like the guys who just do songs for girls. Yeah, and I mean, that's why. That's honestly why I like him. I like him because it's like, and he ha- and he has some lines where you're just like, oh shit, okay. That's true <laughs> too. He <laughs> you does. <know>? And um, <laughs> and another thing that made me like him even more was that whole meat mill beef. Oh The way he handled that Sure And then he, I mean he He dropped a crazy diss track Like you know Is that a world tour Or your girls tour Come on man Like he had some lines in there That people were repeating And then when he Performed a song at OVO Right At Better Living Standard Or, or, or at uh, What was that
0: What is it where Budweiser Budweiser, yeah. Budweiser. I don't tell you When place. he
2: performed that At Budweiser Do you remember what? Like, He did all the memes He He He, he did the rap track He did the diss track Right. On Meat Mill, and then had all the memes of everybody making fun of Meat Mill Jesus. behind him. And I mean, That's like, brilliant. to this day and age, like, that is probably the most savage thing that someone has done in terms of like rat beeps. Like, rat beeps back in the day was like Jay Z would drop a track, and then Nas would have to like hmm. release an album four months later, and then we heard the track. That's so But Drake true. was like, Drake was like, "You dissed me today. I'm coming with a track tomorrow." <laughs> right, and he did it. He, he did come with one, and it was heavy. So, and that's another reason why. Like, I, I get, I get why he gets the hate, but um, this is the reason why I, I gotta give this man his flowers. But this is not a Drake podcast. This is a Keith
0: Fatal podcast episode, so. <laughs> There you go. So, exactly. He doesn't sponsor it either.
2: He <laughs> doesn't sponsor it. Aubrey ain't here sponsoring it. Oh, yeah, my that's, God. That's, that's my, uh, that's, my uh, that's my, that's who I like.
0: Okay. Drake. No, I, I agree with all of those. And I'll throw in a few more. I, again, I love high energy, as you could tell, even comedy music-wise. Mm-hmm. One of my faves is Busta Rhymes. He doesn't get mentioned enough, I think. Especially like, club bangers, too. Because back in the day, what was playing in the clubs when we went? It was hip-hop, right? So, yeah, like, it was both. Again, it was hard. It was this. And he collaborated with some. And one person that does not... When we, grew, when we were listening to it, everyone loved him. But I think now he's been lost in the shuffle. I don't know why. Big pun. Why is this man not talked about more?
2: <laughs> you know what, man? Um, that is a... He, he, I brought him up recently hmm. to somebody, and we had we had the same convo. Okay. Um, Oddly enough, <laughs> I, I no, but the thing about Big Pun, and what's sad about him was he's he's in that oh he he was just the Spanish rapper, you know. <sighs> I don't and think so. No man. One, right, and no one gives him the the flowers he deserves <sighs> because the the dude could spit, he could rap, he was. was up there in that late 90s era with DMX, Nori, Cannabis fucking, you know what I mean, Cameron he was doing all that shit like he would have been out today still I think even even like even when you know Neptune's came out and they were collaborating with Busta Rhymes and like uh, all those like crazy ass guys who were dope in that era Um, he definitely would have been there and I, I only think the only reason why people don't talk about him is because he was such a, um, like, the minute he blew up, he died. Like, you just exactly. forgot. Like, he, he, he came in just as fast as he, he left. <laughs> you know? I
0: know. What was it, like a year or two, probably, that he was, on, like, on a good streak? Like, his first album dropped. Took a while until the single came out with, with Joe. And then that second album was fire. I listened to that from start to finish without skipping. And then, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. While that album dropped is when he dropped, oddly enough. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was like the second week when that album right? came out, he died. Something like that. Yeah. So it was it was crazy. He didn't have enough time to uh, <laughs> to excel.
0: And it's so funny because there's even on one of the tracks. I always remember this when I hear it. He even says it. He lost a hundred pounds and he's here trying to live, and then he's gone. It's like, oh my god, like that's all. So, like stuff like that just kills me, man. Yeah,
2: I mean, but then it's like. It's like what bat, it's like it's like what uh they say in Batman Dark Knight would mm. you would you rather die early as a hero or live long enough to be the villain cuz right now we're just we were just shitting on Kanye West
0: See? So maybe Big Pun would have yeah. turned into Kanye, <laughs> who knows.
2: That's what I'm saying. We don't we don't know. Like what, how, <laughs> it's, if someone were to ask me like what would you uh, Dude, I'm I'm picking the, I'm picking an early grave early, man. I'm, every day of the week. I don't want to if I die now, people are like, this guy was Juno nominated, he was this and that, he was great. But if I lived long enough, like this guy was, they might see some new material, like this guy was a racist, piece <laughs> of shit. He, uh, he didn't like puppies. Oh, shit. He had a joke about dogs, you know what I mean? Like, cancel him. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean.
0: It's so true. It, 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 is,
2: it, is, it is who it is. All right. so uh, I would, <laughs> if someone were to ask me, I'm like. Bro, just off me early, just so I could die a hero. It's better to die with people having expectations of what you could have been, instead That's of <laughs> instead, of, instead of just living and be like, see told you this motherfucker was crazy (laughs) how sad is
0: that like how how we are and even then like how everybody like this i was compared to this person because it's the best explanation michael jackson everybody hated this motherfucker before he died then as soon as he died everyone's celebrating him everyone forgot about everything he did just because he died it's like i understand you should respect the dead but at the same time it's like we flip like this like 180 so quickly i
2: mean it's 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 the way society works, unfortunately. It's 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 it sucks. But um yeah, man, I mean the the whole thing that Michael Jackson was getting slacked for wasn't even re- like like I, I wouldn't say like I don't I don't know, but of course you know there wasn't no like R. Kelly like Yeah, no, R. Kelly's
0: different level, you yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, Like there
2: wasn't like like all of that was just like, okay, hey, he's weird. You know, know what I mean? And then he died and we're like, well, let's just catch shit on the dead man right now. <laughs> you know
0: I mean? Unless that's what it is. Fine. And then people feel bad or their conscience can't handle it. But to me, if if you're an asshole, it's like, for example, if if Hitler was alive nowadays, like, or, okay, Putin, when he's going to die, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, he was such a great leader. This, this. And it's like, motherfuckers, no, he wasn't. Go piss on his grave, this fucking asshole. <laughs> I don't know,
2: But I know what you're saying. Right. I know what you're. Maybe yeah. Like like Putin has been hated for a long time. Um, But I know what you're saying. Like, like, you know, another prime example. um, Hmm. Are you a big basketball guy? Yeah, of course. Okay. Were you a big Kobe Bryant fan? Or no?
0: I I never put him into discussion. Everyone says the top three. I only, I only say it's LeBron or, or Michael. That's it. I don't consider But
2: now it's true because everybody had that conversation. Because people are like, yo, he wasn't even the best Laker of all time. Stop this. Oh, now I like that, that too. Dead, yeah. And now that he's dead, everybody's like, top three, usually top five. Like, we wouldn't have this conversation before. We didn't have, you know what I mean? Like you, well, you gotta talk about his work ethic, his mumble mentality. That's that gotta count for something. It's like, That didn't count when he was alive, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but now, now it counts.
0: But you know No so. see And that's exactly what I mean Like there it is It's yeah. like Someone le- reaches a certain level Of respect once you die And it's like Why can't you respect him When he's alive And he could actually see it Like I tell As a running joke To my wife all the time I'm like I know when this podcast Is gonna blow up It's gonna be the fucking day You bury me in the ground That's when I'm gonna get Fucking millions of <laughs> listeners <laughs> No
2: I hear you buddy man I hope that doesn't happen Steve I hope you get that Million listeners tomorrow
0: There you go Maybe Because of you my friend <laughs> <laughs> I hope
2: so. I hope so. Uh, oh, yeah, man. God. So uh, I I agree with you there, man. I think I think uh, people should be getting their flowers not at the funeral.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Makes so much okay. Oh, let us get to comedy. You are comedy based. We went on the soul. Fuck, we're halfway done the show. Even touched on comedy yet? So, my friend, <laughs> how'd you get into comedy? What were your inspirations? Lay it on me. Hmm. Oh, uh,
2: comedy. uh, Well. I used to be a washroom attendant at a strip club, and then Chris Rock walked in. Oh, wow. whiskey a go in Vaughn. Okay. And was like, no, I'm joking. No, imagine that. Stuff. Oh, <laughs> I was
0: going to say, you had me hook, <laughs> line, and sinker. Fuck.
2: That was such a, you should have gone with it. Who cares? Well, I should have got I kept going. Then, George Carlin came. <laughs> all, all, all these legends. And they were like, lock the door, kid. We're going to do a circle jerk. This is how we do a Oh, God. Um, but... No. Uh, long story short, I was going through some oh, okay. shit in my life, okay. and um, my mom—I was going—I was in and out uh, of trouble with the law, unfortunately. And uh, it
0: happened
2: My mom was like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta like do something, or else you're getting the fucking boot out the house." Oh. Okay. So I was like, tw- I was like twenty, twenty-one years old, and uh, you know, getting arrested a bunch of times and. You know, not really finding direction, and then CP Twenty Four did this little thing about uh, Humber Comedy College, uh, Humber College, a comedy program. So there was a comedy program that that uh, that started off in Humber, and it it was it was run by the owner of Yuck Yucks. who else? Alan Gutman from Second City, who's Mike Myers' mentor. Uh, Joe Flaherty, like a bunch of a bunch of people. Dave oh, wow. Flair, like SCTV, like just They're a right. bunch of like Canadian legends. <laughs> Robin Duke, she was a writer for SNL, and uh, she worked with Eddie Murphy. So it was like it was it was an established program where you had actual people who did dope shit. Oh, that's, that's and uh, yeah. And then uh, I just told my mom, I'm like, what if I try this program? She's like well, you better take a fucking program. <laughs> you better go to college or something. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. so, uh yeah, so then awesome. with that being said, fuck it. I just I just said okay, fuck it, let's do it. And I, and I did the program. I kind of did the program and I know this sounds like not the best story cuz a lot of comedians have cool stories. It's just like, "Oh my god, man, you know, I used to watch Carlin growing up and I said, you know, this is my shit." Yeah, so yeah. my literally my shit was like you're about to get kicked out of the house. Make a move. I took this comedy program to shut my mom up, wow. and it ended up being something that I was naturally good at.
0: <laughs> Look at the, I know. It.
2: And then I was like, "Fuck it!" That's and then awesome. I just started working. And then after after college, I started producing my own shows. And then yeah, that's how I got into it. And I wasn't—I'd never even watched before I started comedy. The crazy thing is, I'd never watched Delirious or I'd never watched Eddie Murphy. I never you watched should. George Carlin stand up. I didn't watch none of that shit. People okay. looked at me like an alien. Yeah, it was weird. And then um, wow. my first ever comedy special I did watch was uh, not going to lie, Dave Chappelle. Oh, uh, Killing Them Softly. Okay, yeah, that's so a good one I to start off Day with, Ch- though. Yeah, but then and then
0: I worked backwards. Then I started. Oh, watching I Star- see. Figure black, then I started watching Delirium. Okay, n- now I, I gotta got know though. Character. Before you even become an established comic, going backwards that way, how did the comedy come off? Because I watched it as they dropped. So I watched Delirious when it first came out in the eighties and, and moved up the ladder that way. So how was it working backwards?
2: Um Yeah, it's weird. Right?
1: <laughs> I would imagine. It's
2: weird. Uh, um but I get Eddie Murphy still made me laugh. Eddie okay. Murphy Good. <laughs> so George Carlin still still made me laugh. But I'd watched some some bits by George Carlin. Um, like the driving instructor joke. Um and I'm like you know, or like even how you know Eddie Murphy starts off the delirious he drops the f word and I'm not talking about fuck he drops <laughs> the f word like re- right a- right away yeah yeah and you know and i think i watched that when i was like maybe 20 21 years old and still has a 21 year old guy Boy, you're still you're still laughing your ass off that's a good so, i mean cl- i think classics won't won't die right that's I never funny. watched any, like, Richard Pryor stuff. I started watching it back in the day, and, like, people were giving me context. So, I mean, it was different watching it backwards, but I also enjoyed it, you know. So, Fair it enough. wasn't like, um, you know. There were certain things that I watched backwards. Like, like the Chappelle show was one of my favorite sketches, sketch show. Okay. And then uh, my son, he's 16 now, so I started showing him in living color. Oh, that's now, my that's, favorite sketch. That, but that's different when you watch that backwards you're just like
0: really it doesn't hold up because i've always wanted it to drop somewhere on some streaming service to watch and it's never been available anywhere and i'm just now i think it's just a build-up in my memory that it was so good
2: no it was but now because of the jokes you can see them coming a mile away oh
0: okay gotcha you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. when i
2: started watching it with my son Right. I'm like yeah I'm sorry I didn't I didn't I didn't realize how bad it was now right (laughs) right so like like uh like when fucking uh Jim Carrey plays that barbarian girl oh yes you know with the the voice yep I mean like you you hear that you see the joke coming a mile away so it wasn't you know what I mean (laughs) so it's different
0: it is. It is so true. It's different what our brains keep as nostalgia versus what's actually good. And again, it's the time frame. Like, we didn't have social media, we didn't have wow. this, and we didn't have other stuff that we saw that was overplayed. It was like, for us, it was the first time watching it. Well, in my case, at least, because yeah. I watched it as I was coming up. But, yeah, it's, it's funny how, like you said, some classics are classics, no ifs, sounds, or buts. Like, to me, TV shows like The Office, Seinfeld, I think will always hold up just because of the way it was built. It's not really... The Office may be a little bit more different, but Seinfeld is like, you never see anyone with a cell phone. You never see, like that could hold up. Like you're just always in conversation and whatever, you know what I mean? But like other shows, like, I don't know, something like Friends. Nah, I don't think that's going to hold up in 10 years from now and people are are not going to say that was the top 10 sitcoms of all time, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I honestly think that's the most overrated show ever.
0: (laughs) You know what? But here, going back to the hip hop conversation, it was that sitcom that both, the Mrs. and the Mr. could watch and not feel like it's a little bit going both... Like, you know what I mean? Because some shows were meant yeah, towards yeah. males, some were meant towards females, but this one was a little eh, in between that both could watch. I think that's why it was so popular.
2: No, you're right. No, you're right.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, okay. I got to know, too. Your Trilipino album, my friend. This thing, fantastic from start to finish. <laughs> I love Thank the you. fact that you only made it half an hour. What was the decision-making behind that? Because typically, most... You know, shows are an hour nowadays Or specials, right? Uh,
2: well the, the, the So I recorded 45 to an hour
1: Oh, okay And
2: and there was a lot of stuff in there That um, I was going to drop So long story short With this album We were going to drop it earlier Oh I, I think I recorded it 2018, I think Wow, okay, okay. 2018, yeah We recorded it 2018 late 2018 and um um i had a lot of jokes in there that were of that time so there's one joke where i say guys i just i just uh got out of a breakup it's been a tough few months uh it's it's really hard to get over it you know i'm really depressed and i let it breathe for a bit i'm really depressed I didn't think he was gonna sign with the Clippers, guys. I I really thought. Oh was shit! Again and back. and then, right, right, but because you
0: know that, right? Because you know what I'm talking about. Of course, right, Kawhi. Of course,
2: yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So that I did that joke like in the heart. Of...
0: That's a good joke, though, <laughs> right? man. That's a good joke.
2: So, right? Yeah. So no, wait, wait. Yeah. So we did. We recorded it like 2019. Okay, like the yeah, beginning, yeah. I guess. I guess. Like, yeah. So right, right after they won.
1: So,
2: um. And there was shit like that, that there was just okay, of that sense. time. And I had right. other jokes, but then I was like, you know what? These ain't ready. And these are not, these don't have, like, these are not as polished as, you know, these ones up here. Okay. So let me just keep the bangers. So I kept the ones that were just do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And they were. And then, and, you know, less is more. But I feel like with comedy, it shouldn't be so long
0: you know what i'm the same way too okay i'll take that back in person there's something different but i mind you i would rather have like four or five comedians come on and do 10 to 15 minutes each and have that like an hour an hour and a half versus just one doing an hour to full hour and a half unless it's like a storytelling driven like comedian where it's like from start to finish to telling this long ass story like you know what i mean that fine you know if you want to take your time no problem but if it's just like one liner after one liner after one liner I think shorter is better because, like you said, then you bring out the bangers. You're on, yeah. you're off, and that's it. And then people want more. And that's the other thing: people don't get sick of you.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's exactly what I wanted. I, my my first album there was like 32 tracks. Oh wow! I did sketches. I did sketches. I did stand up. Okay, okay. And even the producer at Comedy Records, uh, Barry Taylor, shout out to him. He he's been always been riding with me. And when we made the first album, uh. He's like, yo, this is long
1: and
2: I'm like, yo, dude, I wanna, I wanna Put it pump also. out a lot. Yeah. And sure. the, the way I, the way I did my first album was, I did like, I think it was like ten minutes stand up, and then I will throw us an audio sketch. Okay. And then, it, it like every every, there was like three chapters to the the album. So every ten minutes was like the first one was just like me being a parent, and then a sketch about being a parent, and then me me loving weed and, and <laughs> hip hop and then I sketch about hip hop and weed and the last one was just like just dirty jokes and then you know what I mean? Sure. But this one has but Trilipino, I kept it more like um you know I just kept it more real and more myself and like there was this big trend, Black Panther was a huge movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Of so <laughs> so so it became it became normal to, to shit on white people. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what, let me do some some jokes that me and the and other, like, ethnics talk about. And when I say other ethnics, I, I also mean Italians and Portuguese. I, I have this debate where I say <laughs> you see, Italians and Portuguese okay, okay. Are, not, are not white people. I <laughs> want
0: to have this debate too because, okay, my <laughs> wife's serious. Ecuadorian, so obviously she's minority, yeah. right? So there you go. Yeah. But <clears throat> she says that Portuguese like that sort of European is not white because she considers white people like I guess bungee cakes as we call them or like pure English people nice. like so stuff like that nice. that's what she considers white but everyone else she considers us like almost Mediterranean of some sort and I'm like okay I, I don't want to say I'm like I'm not going to be here planting my fucking flag in the ground saying no I'm fucking white god damn it but I always considered myself white like no one ever told me different <laughs>
2: Usually you are, but you're not. If you really. okay, hey, what's your cast? What's your favorite? What's your favorite dish from your native country?
0: Oh my God, that's a fucking hard question. I, well, okay,
2: top, top, top three. Okay, we'll go with obviously
0: Portuguese chicken. Come on, everyone knows that one.
2: What's the name of it, though? What do you do? The name of it?
0: We call it frango.
2: Exactly. because okay. you're not white.
0: Oh, you're not, I see. Okay.
2: You're not white. What's how do you say shepherd's pie in Scotland? shepherd's motherfucking pie bro okay. That's okay you know what i'm saying i see like, what you're
0: saying okay okay you know one
2: of my fr- like okay a lot of portuguese well uh, my, one of my portuguese brothers last name portuguese buddy last name coilo yeah okay that's 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 that's, that's not a regular white the souza the silva these are all different names they're not
0: i see what you're saying they are not
2: like patrick mcpherson you know what i mean and then you guys also have spices when you eat like what's what's the name of your sandwich
0: you guys have a portuguese like deli sandwich oh oh not well we have pork it's called a a bifana or you could have it with um with red meat and it's a perego so bifana or perego
2: that's what i'm saying yeah i mean when you go to a port like when you really like i told you saying clear, bro like when i walked into the fucking
0: portuguese spot i'm not saying can i get a sandwich i say whatever's on the menu i see okay i I like that argument Okay. To me, that doesn't make you white. Like my boy,
2: he's Italian. He's Massimo, but every time, like he, every time, like he'd be at work. One time, I went to go check him at work, and he was signing a package. And the guy goes, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Max." Okay. I said, "Why do you say that?" He goes, "It's easier. I don't have to explain it." Uh, I go, "You know, that's an ethnic problem that you have there." Ah. Uh, that's a. Fuck. That's not I a white thought of
0: this. Problem. Fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you think Scott can have a different <laughs> Scott is Scott, Brett is Brett.
1: Massimo mm, I mean <laughs> does, that does is that
0: make sense? true. Well, and, and here's another tell sign too that I use cuz this is how I am. I don't have pink nipples. My nipples are brown. Same thing with my balls. Yeah. My balls aren't pink or white. They're brown. So you know what I mean? So I see so I guess I'm not white. There must be something else mixed in there somewhere around the line. Yeah,
2: like you know an argument is you're not white. But if there was you speeding on the highway with a bunch of other ethnics, uh, you'll be the last one to get pulled over. That is just true. by your visual.
0: <laughs> That's so
2: yes, true. you're white based on uh, on the justice le- the justice <laughs> side of things. <laughs> you know like on the justice vision. Oh god. But but as a person I don't think like I don't think you're white, and 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 when That's Italians funny. and Portuguese had when they came when they migrated to America, they also had to lie and say they're Irish. That's true too. to get jobs and shit like that. You're so, right. I mean, <laughs> just basically, white people have been shitting on everybody from time. <laughs> true. <laughs> you know, the
0: Queen and her fucking troops have just been assholes from. <laughs> oh my god. From day one, so. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. But yeah, no, it's true. Again, your album, fantastic. Like, even the beginning, like, the whole intro, dealing with a heckler. Now, I love the way you put him in a spot, whatever, but how do you usually deal with hecklers, and how did you feel the first time you had a fucking heckler call you out at a show? Man,
2: first time a heckler ruined my life, bro. Really? (laughs) Probably, like, my eighth show. Okay, okay. And I was doing one of these shows at a bar. And it was one of those shows where, like, half of them were there for comedy and the other half were just there to get drunk. Uh, so uh, I'm, per- I'm performing, and this guy, he's at the bar, you know, not facing the stage. He's at the <laughs> bar. He's talking to his friend. And he would just, well, after one joke, he would chirp, blah, 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 and then go back to his drink with his buddy. Right. And everything, every time he turned around and said something, he'd get a bigger laugh than I did. Oh. And this guy ate me. And I, I was still really? like, he was probably some Hungarian guy who hated his life. I still remember him. He had a gray t-shirt, oh just God. cargo shorts, not giving a fuck about life. <laughs> he hated his life. He could tell he didn't <laughs> want to go home to his wife. Like, and he just fuck. destroyed my dreams the way his dreams were destroyed. Right. And after that, I went home and I ate mild it, bro. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking motherfucker Getcha. I just Got everything ready And oh. I thought of All the things That people would say to me And how I would re- Rebuttal it Right like, Oh yeah I'm short Well I'm not as short as. Oh yeah well My name da-da-da-da. You know And I had fucking All these things And then from that day That day on I made a vow I'm like Nobody's Eating my lunch again Bro <laughs> <laughs> And then That's awesome. Now To this day Um I just love and that, in the album, these guys were just talking the whole show. like. And, I, and by the time I went on to headline, they'd already seen three comics, and they fucking, like, were talking the whole time. So I was just like, you know what? I'm done. You know what? Who the fuck do these guys think they are? Right. So I just went in and sort of, blah, blah. And that exchange went for a while. Oh, shit. That exchange, I just I just got the best of it. Right, right. Because um, there's one part where I'm just like, um, I don't know. I don't know if, I forgot which part I used, but I'm just like, what are you uh, what are you guys talking about? Why are you guys talking? He's like, oh, we're trying to order drinks. I'm like, for that long? You guys were talking the whole show and for that long to order drinks? And they're like, yeah. I go, is this your first time drinking? They're like, no. I'm like, so you know what the fuck you want? You're not rookie, right? You fucking losers. Oh my God. And then I just started going off on these guys, and Shoot. I'm like, you know, people paid for this show. They didn't come here to watch you fucking talk. I just, like... like it. I basically belittled the guy like I was a freaking teacher and he was a <laughs> kid who didn't finish his homework. Sure. And I just kept going on and on and on. Oh, my God. And uh, it was great. And then when I was recording the album, we recorded that album a few times. Okay. Right? So I, re- I did that same set a few times that we recorded. So I had, like, four recordings to go oh, through. I'm like, okay, nice. which, which joke... Out of all the like, there's this one joke that I have. But which one out of the four recordings right. is the best? So I would go through all the recording. I'm like, okay, let me take this one. Let me take that one. Take this one. And then while I was hearing one of the recordings, I'm like, you know what? Let me take this heckle, this heckle thing, and then use it as the intro.
0: Why not? Again, and then,
2: fantastic. Yeah, and then it worked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And the one thing um, everyone knows from when I have comedians on, the ones I gravitate to as well are the the ones that have fantastic and smart writing. And my friend, even from the start to finish, everything like – The snowflakes going to war, magnifique! I don't know how you came up with that shit. Like it's right there too, and no one's come up with this stuff. And it's and then tying it all together at the end. I love myself a good callback, especially when you had, like I said, storytelling. Like you know, and you had two callbacks at the end, and that just blew my mind because usually it's just one, right? But you had them both, and I I don't want to ruin what the jokes are because I want people to actually listen who haven't. So please check out this album. It's short. You can listen to it on a commute. You can listen to it on the toilet if you take long shits like I do. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> let's do it anywhere. Again, I love it, my friend. When it comes to writing, like, what are some of your inspirations? Are you one of those guys, like you said, that uh, as it comes, you write, or do you like set time aside and actually write stuff out?
2: Well, man, um, for Trilopino, it was more... Um, like, I had something to say. I want to prove something, okay. and th- th- there, was a, there was a moment where You know, everybody was accepting of a non, you know, a non-straight white guy's voice, which is nothing wrong with that in comedy. There's nothing wrong with that, but I guess because the whole like, you know, like I said, Black Panther blew up, and everybody's like, okay, that's it. (laughs) This is the fucking, this is the the the, the cheat code. We need to do ethnic voices now. And when that kind of hit, like I said, like I have so. When you're a, can- a professional Canadian comedian, what a lot of people don't know, especially, I don't know about other other ethnic guys, but I have my on-the-road set.
0: Oh, okay. Like I
2: have I have my north of 400, <laughs> you know, okay. two hours east of the 401, two hours west of 401. Yeah, yeah. 401. <laughs> I have these jokes. I got the Tim Hortons ones. I got the hockey jokes. got them all. Perfect. But what a lot of people don't know is I actually have another set. Oh. And... It's for like, you know, when I when I step into the audience and I see like people like you who, born and raised in the city, you know, same generation as mine, listen to hip hop and get certain nuances and stuff like that. So then I have those jokes. I have a joke. And this is this was that. So when I usually write my stuff, it, it, I, I just write all the time. I have, like, oh, if God, you go gotcha. through my phone, I have, like, one folder that says new jokes, and then new jokes oh. two, and new jokes three, and it's just, <laughs> and it's all so much jokes. Awesome. But then, when it comes to putting out a project or a set, I decide by looking at the audience. If that oh. makes sense.
0: Yeah, of course. Complete sense. You
2: know what I mean? So, if, if, like, I was just in Ottawa, and I did a lot of, you know, um, I did two shows, and then the first show was um, very, very wholesome White, older white people. So oh, I man. did, you know, you could tell your age by your email address, you know. shit <laughs> <laughs> sure. like that. Oh, uh, what's the deal with the superstar? I mean, you know, <laughs> the great Canadian superstar. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, PC Mobile, who's selling PC Mobile? <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, just stupid right. jokes. And then I did, and then the later show at, at the Yuck Yucks, with all these like young people, perfect in Ottawa. So it's all these young, ethnic, cool people, yeah, yeah. ready to go to the club after. <laughs> so then I just dropped all the jokes. You know, and I'm not going to Well, all the jokes that I care about, of but <laughs> that I like doing. And then <laughs> I talked about like you know just regular stuff, you know, just stuff that happened on the news and things like that, like you know the pandemic and shit like that, and like you know stuff like that. And then. I actually have another set when I tour. Uh, I, I usually go on tour with like an all Asian show or all Filipino show, and then I have another set for that. So ah. when I, back, yeah. So back to your question, Smart. what do I do for writing? I, I write all the time. If something's funny, there you go. I'll just write it down, and and then I'll decide where it goes. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> no, of course, no. That's
0: that's awesome, fantastic. Before we get to the word story of the week and we wrap this up. Acting When did this start When did you want to be on TV Like I don't consider Roast Battle Canada Acting But Degrassi and all that Was this always like An inspiration Not inspiration But something A goal that you always Wanted to achieve
2: Yeah I think I think at the end of the day Man Um At first I wanted to be A stand up And only a stand up And I looked at All my idols Like Dave Chappelle Chris Rock Kevin Hart You know Even Bill and stuff. All these guys Get on TV it's all true. I do and and my agent was like bro it comes hand to hand he's like who's gonna who's gonna watch want to watch you perform if they have nothing to reference you by like, oh. you know you know so um uh, you know if i was the star on fucking Young and the Restless. People like that's <laughs> Keith from Young and the Restless. True. Like, oh shit, he does comedy. Like, you look how Bob Saget's career. Like he was a, a funny comedian, and all of a sudden he was Full House guy. Right. And then, but people didn't know he was a vulgar comedian, and then people just loved the fact that fucking Danny Tanner was ball <laughs> bullshit all the time. And like, oh my god, right? god, he's amazing. He's a genius, but it, he never was a genius. He was just that, and he yeah. just made it on TV. So it comes hand in hand. So, I mean, if I can. Get a dope career like Joe Coy and never have to act and never be in a movie, but perform oh, for stadium. Sure, I'll take true. it. Right, but yeah, yeah. If I could be Kevin Hart, I will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why the fuck not?
0: Yeah, no. Okay, okay, I'm gonna throw this "what if" question at you. Okay, if you could go back in time and pick any character on any sitcom to play as, who would you replace?
2: Fuck. That's really. That's a really good
1: question. Hmm.
0: Making you think. (laughs) Uh, For me, it's easy. I'm going with Al Bundy. I would love to play that character.
2: Al Bundy's great. (laughs) Al Bundy, that's a great... That's a fucking great one. See, the thing with me is, I wouldn't want a serious role. Right. I would want a role... That's in and out. Maybe like Jeffrey from Fresh Prince.
0: Oh. Ah. You know, because he's
2: got like three lines every episode and they're all funny ass fucking lines and he just bounced.
0: You know, you know right? what I mean? So, like, that's a
2: good I wouldn't want, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, or like, uh, uh, who else? Uh, you
0: know. Creed uh, from The Office. Yeah.
2: The Office, yeah. Um, the office has so many characters though like but that's a problem i know like you know what i mean Um uh, like who's the, the the black dude that's always upset what's his name
0: what on the office stanley
2: yeah in the office stanley okay. yeah stanley's great stanley's great because he barely like you know there's some episodes he doesn't say a fucking that's
0: name. true he's just doing his fucking sudoku
2: <laughs> yeah uh or even like uh like joey tribbiani like well besides the whole like I fell in love with Rachel sure. fucking <laughs> nonsense. Like he was just a funny guy, man. Like or That's even cute. like his agent, Estelle. Like, you know, so ah. it's like hey, Joey. I got something for ya. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like just something quick and easy where you can, you, ever, you ever watch the show Martin?
0: Yeah, of course. Remember Martin, Martin, Martin? You
2: remember remember, uh, remember Brahman, the guy who sneaks into the house?
0: Yes Oh my god. Like
2: even that character <laughs> just shows up. Once in a blue moon And you're just like Yo That's it. Are you bro man And I'm like Damn right dude they like Even going through, uh, I actually told this To somebody uh, My ideal Career or acting career Would okay. be like Do you know like Giovanni Ribisi
0: No Who's that
2: Oh you know him You ever watch um, He plays uh, Fucking um, I think he plays Even like Phoebe's brother and friends he's in fucking Avatar
0: Phoebe's so bro- Phoebe had a brother?
2: yeah or what,
0: what the, the fuck, fuck no. I got up, bro. I probably know him by fate. you oh, know how many bro. actors fuck bro it's unless you're like a a huge actor I, I won't remember your name I always call them by their characters names
2: <laughs> um have you ever watched that movie fuck watch that movie hold on hold on I'm gonna pull it up for you Steve it's bothering me it's fucking bothering man um ah Giovanni
0: the listeners are fucking yelling at their fucking devices right now I mean
2: you ever watch Boiler Room
0: no okay I might not know this dude I don't know I don't
2: know if you can see his face
0: oh this guy oh Phoebe's brother now I know who you're talking about his ha- her half brother man man your half brother yes Oh my so God! Guy, yes. he's, been in, he's been in everything. Yes, you're right. Like, he is in everything. Him. See? And after that, I would That's a good on, career. like a Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but look, but then he became famous for being Danny Trejo. Like, so you don't really want that either. <laughs> no,
2: I would actually, but the thing is, Danny Trejo do not do stand-up. I'm looking at it as, true. as like, like, imagine if Danny Trejo did stand-up and he was funny. You wouldn't want to watch him. Of course I would. (laughs) Come on. Exactly. So I mean,
0: like, it's
2: it's enough. I want enough of it to just be like, oh, that's that guy. But I'd never want like a Carlton or Screech role because then you're just stuck. Uh, You know what I mean? It's true. Then you're just stuck as oh, that's Carlton. You know? Think about the guy who plays Carlton. He can't just walk down the street. Everybody's asking him to do that fucking dance. He must be so annoyed. (laughs)
0: it's so true it and once you get stuck like look look at poor kevin bacon for fuck's sakes people still want to play all those tracks from fucking was a footloose and all that shit it's like like he has it now i I, in his contract somewhere if he goes to a certain place they are not allowed to play anything or ask him to do the dance can you believe that how sad is that though like come on it is sad it is sad but
2: that's yeah you know and back to your question like if if it came to to any role, it wouldn't be a, a tight cast role. No, like, for sure. I'm just I'm just one person, or it would be like just me, like 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 Jazz from Fresh Prince. Ah, or Fresh
0: there Prince you rapper, go,
2: right? because you know? Jazz is just
0: Jazz. <laughs> you know? That is true. So, and he, like they were like, "Yo, are you Jazz? Well, I'm Jazz
2: <laughs> and j Jazzy Jeff? So yes, <laughs> yes, I am Jazz. You know what I mean? He, no one's like you, called it Alfonso Ribeiro, <laughs> Alfonso. Who? Who the fuck's a father?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh my god, that is good shit. All right, ready for the word story, my friend. Here go. All right, so this week's story comes from Dublin, where a 66-year-old woman was rushed to the hospital due to abdominal and colon pain. After X-rays <laughs> were performed, they found 55 foreign objects in her stomach and colon. Do you care to guess what these objects were, my friend?
2: Bro, send me this fucking. I want to read the whole thing. Send me that okay. link after this. We'll do. But fifty-four objects. Fifty-five. Come on. Fifty-five. I feel like that's that's a rounded number. First of all, the doctor was just like, "Fuck, we're at fifty-six. say fifty-five <laughs> at this point." Right. We're up, I'm knee deep. I'm my fucking, my elbow is knee deep in this woman's ass, Uh-oh. and I still keep pulling out fucking. Hot Wheels and matchboxes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't. That has to be Because if you're shoving shit in your ass, first of all, no one's picking a, a solid number, an even number, like 55. See, Let's be honest. That's see,
0: just... I was like you. That's what I thought when I first read the article that this woman was shoving shit up her ass. No, man. She was eating and swallowing. Oh. Right? Okay. Changes the whole so story this, now.
2: So this is like, like the. F- the gluttony guy in, in Seven. This is
0: like... My- <laughs> well, but yeah, but at least that my- person was eating food. Now, this is not food what this yeah. person was ingesting. Like, I don't know. Do, do you want to guess what it actually was that she ate? What What she was eating? Yes. Obviously, it's not Where food. Where was this? Dublin? In Dublin. It's not food. Uh, let me see if I could give you a decent... Oh, uh,
2: fuck. What is What is edible but not food?
0: Well, it's not edible. You shouldn't be eating this. It's actually poisonous.
2: <clears throat> okay, now I gotta hear. I I, I give up. Go.
0: Fifty-five AA <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, double A and AAA A batteries.
2: Whew! Double A and Triple A I y'all. It just sounds like she was a lonely girl who was tired of the vibrator dying on her. Oh my god! It's like fuck it. Fuck it. If I keep the batteries close.
0: Oh, my God. It
2: will never
0: die. (laughs) But the fucked up part about all these weird stories I always come up with is, in the end, no one really gets hurt. Like, okay, so they cut into her abdomen and they removed 46. So I guess they did count. And actually, they they do count. I'll send you the article. It shows the batteries lined up on, like, a towel or something. So they pulled out 46 batteries. But unfortunately, nine were still left inside because – a tracked down into her testine and all that. So they had to milk this poor woman's colon until it reached into her rectum, and then they went in there and pulled the rest of the batteries out. Not a good day at of the office, eh?
2: Well, I, I, what's the motive for that? Like, What was she trying to
0: do? Don't Is know. It Maybe it says in the article I don't want to read that long because... Then maybe if, if it made sense, it would not be weird anymore, but...
2: <laughs> and this is where? In Dublin? In
0: Dublin. Right?
2: What country is that again? Scotland?
0: Ireland. Scotland? Well, wow, your geography is horrible, my friend.
2: See, you know, same thing, <laughs> it's, it's the same. You're going to tell me. That if, if one guy from Ireland and another guy from Scotland both walked up to me and said, Hey, we're from," I would say it's the same country. Uh, the same. Well, their accents
0: are different. <laughs>
2: they are i'm just too ignorant to can tell the difference oh, but God. i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you and tell you that i'm very knowledgeable <laughs> i'm not i'm not
1: fair enough okay
2: uh but
0: uh I right i don't know someone's more okay how about this to, to end off the word story have again even as a kid i don't even as an adult smashed out of your fucking mind have you ever tried to swallow anything you shouldn't have <laughs> See,
1: no. Me neither. No, no. I wasn't
0: that weird kid. I always hear stories of, or even people trying to eat glue or eating like fucking the, the little soldier figures, the plaster plastic ones. Like, why? how does that get into your mind? It's not food. See, and this
2: is why you're not
0: white. <laughs> why? Is that what white people do? Seriously?
2: Because to me, Dublin, Scotland, ah. or Ireland, Ireland, There we go. They don't have no... They don't have no flavor in their food, bro. They don't got... uh, You never thought about eating a soldier because you were blessed with seasoning on your food. You're right. This motherfucker was just like, I need some batteries to charge up my appetite. (laughs) Because these pierogies are shit. (laughs) These pierogies are
0: terrible. Oh, my God. Whatever they eat. Whatever they eat. Oh, you see... (laughs) call back once again fantastic my friend love it love it
2: (laughs) thanks man thanks
0: plug your shit where people can find you anything you want to promote
2: sweet uh well guys thank you steve uh please check out the podcast (laughs) keep checking out more episodes of the podcast with my homie steve here also you can check me out um on instagram facebook tiktok at keith pageo very easy name um it's the same thing for everything and Trilipino is out on any streaming service i have three comedy albums out on uh grind ecology the vaccine and Trilipino. so check all that stuff out and uh nice if you're in western north america i will see you in october november i'll be in sacramento san fran uh Irvine California and Oxnard California in October and then I'll be in Calgary Edmonton and Winnipeg in November so check that out and all that information's on my uh IG at Keith Pedro so yeah feel like a good chuckle follow me
0: and for myself you can find me on instagram and twitter under Finga styles you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast App. email us your thoughts suggestions comments anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com please rewind to the top of the show support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out most definitely helps me out and please most importantly rate subscribe review on all major platforms one last thing before i let you go my friend i know you're a hack guy how many do you actually own
2: It's not even like, well. I got, it's not even fucking funny. I own like a lot of hats. Oh
0: my god, you do!
2: All right, but the crazy thing is like these are, they're not just regular. I don't know if you know the, the brand Rude. No, it's like a new a new street brand. <clears throat> hat. Okay, and these hats are not they're not cheap hats. Oh shit! My wife's like, you can't be <laughs> doing this. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> with me is, means like I also I also went bald, man. So my hats are my haircuts
0: ah I like that it's true my hats
2: and my haircuts yeah so um yeah when you get kids at a young age uh they say that you lose your freedom but no that's not true you lose your hairline and uh, yeah so it's good when I you no know, it's good that I have like a 16 year old face right but then when I pull up my hat it's like oh yeah you know what I mean that's exactly how I Go to the LCBO when they card me. I don't even grab my wallet. I just go. Bam. <laughs> I like, yo, he, he's he's got regrets. Let him through. Let him
0: through. Oh, that's awesome. On that note, he's Keith. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.